0: shit, whatever. <laughs> Man, how is everybody holding up? I almost cracked, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> oh, I've cracked every other day. Hey, I've been uh, cracking. Yeah, I've been cracking bottles. <laughs> yeah,
1: today was definitely the first day it was kind of hard to get out of bed. It was Got just it. like, a, it was like a, you wake up and I had a day off from work and I was like, what yeah. the fuck am I gonna do today? <laughs> Right, so it was a I tough agree. one this morning.
0: Oh yeah, I, I was. I agree with you. I agree with you. I think, I, you know what? And it's funny. I don't even know what day of the week really because yeah. they all mish together now. Same day. Yeah. It's like rolling. So one day I just was like, I got out of bed. I'm like, Nah, eh, not gonna shower. moo lifestyle. Don't care.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not gonna shower. New lifestyle, like that.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm better. We went. We went out. We had to do a grocery run, and this. I think what. How did, was that? Okay, so I think what broke us was the masks. Wearing cotton masks, like general public, because mayor our mayor Garcetti is asking everybody in Los I Angeles that- to wear cotton face masks. I yes, I will do whatever I need to do in certain settings. But I think that just like, I just think that's going to be the new way of life. And I'm like, okay, we got to go. get our Louis Vuitton masks going. You know what I mean? Right. I got to we go. wear. A, I got to put red lipstick on the outside of the mask. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, you could just embroider it or sew
0: it on. I love that. <gasps> seriously, um. <laughs> seriously. Oh man, just every everything. Everything's just been crazy. But I will say that I have been enjoying it. Maybe you guys can give um, our audience some tips. A couple things that I have been Ooh, doing yes. to kind of deal and heal and yes. move forward. One, today I did my first uh, yoga app class. Ooh. First move I made, immediately pulled the shoulder muscle. <laughs> All good. <laughs> All good. You know what? Namaste. I'ma stay like, home yeah, yeah stay <laughs> home and I just you know I'm gonna power through but it just kind of I'm like okay I'm in really bad shape I <laughs> like focus on that so that's something take my mind off everything I, can focus. I like it and then the other thing was I have been indulging in the NBA hardwood classics as well as like you know hey. some of the finals games on the NBA All app right. Okay. That actually has been uh, very helpful to me. I mean, besides all the other thing, you know, Zoom hangouts and that kind of stuff. But I'm just thinking like for myself when I'm like trying to decompress or just like think beyond. Those are a couple things I'm doing. What are you two ladies? Give us a couple things that you've been doing. <laughs> Kendall and I are like, Who's next? <laughs> the
2: things you're doing today. Okay. Do. Uh baking has definitely helped. Hmm. Because I think for me what it is is like I like to cook and bake. I like to decorate, so it's a little artistic. And then I don't got to think. Someone wrote the fucking directions, told me what to get and buy. I don't got to sit here and be like, oh, what do I do next? So (laughs) that's been nice. Nice. And then, of course, you know, there's extra snacks in the house for quarantine 15. You know, get that. (laughs) And I think the last thing to subset, I mean, offset the quarantine 15 just dancing, just turn on music, just dance, Mm -hmm. like, act like it's the clubs. I love it. I love it. I love it. it. Those two. Those are great. I love it. Oh, and marijuana.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You should have just started with that. I thought that was implied. (laughs) (laughs) The the baking and the dancing come after the weed. Yeah, (laughs) smoke
2: it.
1: There you go. I had a couple edibles the other night, and I watched Giants of the Deep Blue Sea, and I yes. caught myself holding my breath every time the camera went underwater. <laughs> I was like, this entire fucking show's underwater. I'm going to die. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, besides that, other things I've been doing, uh, I got a new camera for Christmas, so I've been going on really long walks and taking it out because now's kind of the time to yeah uh, explore the city i guess are there any as people in your shots your- or empty <laughs> yeah empty there's keys. nobody in the shots but um but yeah just like going on really long walks like i walked four miles the other day i was just wow. so bored Ooh. yeah uh, take the camera out snap some shots try to figure out how to work it. Girl, you're um, going to get out
2: of this with a beach body. but yeah, No, doubtful.
1: Right. I've had so many sandwiches during quarantine. I'm like really <laughs> Triviani. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that gluten in me are like this right Oh, now. <laughs> same,
2: same, man.
1: Um, what else? Uh, I've been tuning into some of the IG lives. Like last night, I watched the Lil John T Pain one, which oh, was awesome. Yeah, I heard cool, about that. Awesome. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, Sue Bird and Megan Rapinos. Yeah. And yeah, just like trying to keep busy. Yeah. Bought a PlayStation.
0: I haven't had one of those since yeah. high school. Ooh, so. Love, love, love. Playing DVDs to- too? <laughs> huh? you playing some DVD movie, movies on DVD? <laughs> through that? It's I so tried cool. to
1: play DVD today and the thing was broken. and I threw the shit across oh, my apartment. I was snap. so
0: irritated. That is irritating. That yeah. kind of irritating. Well, that's great. I'm glad we're yeah. all, you know, Kendall, you, even though there's no people in your photos, you will be documenting like oh. a big True. Moment in history, yeah. So that's very cool. I look forward to seeing that. You're series. like
2: an Ansel Adams of quarantine,
0: probably better than being exactly. like, probably better than being an Anne Geddes of <laughs> <quarantine>. <laughs> yeah, just little baby <laughs> lettuce cups
1: in an apocalyptic world. <laughs>
2: There's a mom out there doing that right now, bored as hell. <laughs> just
0: dress him up as
1: little rolls of toilet paper.
0: <laughs> oh god. Well, I'm I'm super glad they were all keep busy. Um uh, before we go into our house updates, I just wanted to say R I P to Bill Withers. Oh man. Mm-hmm. Dude, I love that man. I loved all those songs were just like a hit. So yeah. The irony of the the guy
2: who sang a lovely day gone.
0: I like, know. Oh, right? days you're
2: coming up. I <laughs> lean
0: on. I uh, lean on me. Oh what shit! A That's great another dream. one, yeah. Timely. I mean, he's got so many great hits. So I know a lot of um. There's a lot of different tributes out to him. So catch that. And he also has a documentary called Still Bill. I thought I think you have to buy it. So oh, you know, I'll do it. Yeah. What else but, am I buying? Yeah. Not fancy so, dinners. <laughs> So, um, that said, I'm gonna roll into, of course, our house cleaning and updates. As always, please subscribe or like and review on Apple Podcasts on our Spotify. Um, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, at The Hoops Talking, and our TikTok, which oh, we yeah. have is growing. It is growing. Our TikTok intern has really been working it. What's and our uh, follower growth percentage on a daily? You know what? He needs to give me that. <laughs> okay, me that. He's gotta start doing some math baby this is part of work um and then uh, yeah it's called it's at the hoops talk podcast is the name of our tiktok and then you can also go find us on uh youtube so we have the youtube channel so that is it for now no price pack update because still <laughs> so waiting on that from karen hey you know um, what i don't want to send
2: no one no corona so it's on it's on furlough well you uh-huh.
1: know,
0: you can send wipes with it, but we'll, we'll we'll figure it out. Loves wipes and a mask. So we are we're so excited. We're going to bring on our our special guest for this episode um, in the next segment. So keep it tuned. Well, welcome, Liz Loza. I've been wanting you to join us on the podcast for I don't know. Ever.
3: <laughs> so well, thank you, Liz Lapp and Karen <laughs> and Kendall.
0: <laughs> so, Liz, you are the fantasy football sports analyst for Yahoo Sports. So tell me. I know, I know we know your origin story, but yeah. I'd, we'd love to hear for our audience what is your origin story?
3: Well, it has been, like, all good origin stories birthed out of a lot of failure, basically. (laughs) Um, So, so, um, yeah, yeah, I like the, so, like, okay, I know you guys know, so I'm trying to, like, give the, like, cliff notes. So, um, single mom, me, only child, single mom. That meant that my grandparents did a lot of watching me. um, And my grandma was, let's just say, like, a unique individual. So she was not (laughs) present very much. Um, She would, no joke, I don't even think I've, like, said this on a different show, any of the shows, um, like, wintertime like, so I grew up in Chicago, right? But from like, I would say like, mm, right after the holidays, so like mid January to early February, my grandma would peace out and go to like Malaysia, Singapore, Antarctica, (laughs) Africa, wherever (laughs) the hell. Like she would go on these saga holidays with a bunch of other old folks and they would just like whoop it up. And she would not come home until May when it got warm again in Chicago. And she claimed it was her lungs. although. I have my suspicions, but regardless, so she would like be gone for like, I don't know, a third of the year, which meant my grandpa and I would hang out all the time. And he was my favorite anyway. And so he taught me like everything if we're going to speak. And I don't often like to, but in this instance, in gender normative terms, like a boy would learn Mm because I was the only child and he's like a World War II vet who worked as a locomotive engineer, like the most masculine of masculine dudes. Right. And so I just kind of grew up knowing sports, loving sports. That was like, I always say that um, like when I was in third grade and all the other little girls came home wanting to be princesses for Halloween, my grandpa, who was in charge of (laughs) Halloween costumes and ballet costumes and all of those sort of domestic things, because my mom was out, you know, trying to keep the lights on. Mm. um, I was Ryan Sandberg. Halloween who was the second baseman (laughs) for the Chicago Cubs and all the other little girls are princesses and that was like (laughs) completely like that describes my childhood very much so um anyway my first semester of my freshman year of college unfortunately my grandpa became very very ill and I tried to rush home but did not get home in time to say goodbye and it was December and I just, as a way to, like, grieve and cope, turned on the television and watched a Bears-Vikings game. And the Bears lost. And then I just kept watching, like, every single football game I could um, as a way to work through it. Because mm-hmm. now I'm, like, stuck at home. And it's been my first semester of college. But I don't really have college friends yet because it's that first semester. And our break is on. And I have all these, like, I got leave to write essays, like, extensions on essays and stuff. And so just a really wild time. And, I just started watching all of the football games, not just those regional to the NFC North. And I then continued to do that as a way to process. It just became a tradition every year. Fast forward a couple of years, I'm dating this guy. He's in this thing called the Fantasy Football League. I have no idea what it is, but he sheepishly asked me one Sunday, like, and at the time, I was like a broke aspiring actress who was waiting tables in the deep valley. Like, I didn't have, I had uh, DSL. And I would like, I, I would have to like put the, the plug into the wall and take hey. my Dell computer from Costco, like, <laughs> on, like there was no wireless. Like I definitely, some people had wireless, but I didn't have the money for that. Like people have to remember that like, this was not a time, this was pre iPhone, right? right? So like, right. Um, all of that technology was available only if you had cash though. And I was maybe clearing 24 grand a year like, right. you know, there was, there was in, unless I booked an acting job. And so this guy that I'm dating though, he has like a real job and he sheepishly says like, I have, um, he had direct TV mm. and he had the NFL network, but he had the NFL package on his direct TV. And he said, uh, so he had this thing called the red zone channel, which we all know by now but at the time yeah. he was like, do you mind if like, <laughs> I just like hang out on, or we just hang out on the sofa all day Sunday and watch this thing called the red zone channel. And I was like, That's my fucking jam. Yes. Are we ordering Chinese food? Are we getting tacos? What are we doing? I'm going to watch your free ass cable all day. Like, let's go. Um, So he was just like, oh my God, you know, like this woman, yes, thank you. And so he's like watching Red Zone and keeping track of his fantasy scores on Yahoo Fantasy, ironically. And he starts asking me for my advice, and I start giving it to him, and he, like, understands that I know what I'm talking about. And I ended up co-managing his team to a Super Bowl victory that year. And wow. then, and then um, like you girls, I was like, I don't want to share this victory. Like, your name is on that squad. I'm not getting any of the credit. I would like to be in this fantasy football league. I don't know what that is, but I would like to be in one. Yeah. There happened to be an opening in that league the next year because someone dropped out. So I got the invitation. I was the only girl. All the guys were like, eh, she only, like, it's don't, whatever. Let's see how she does. <laughs> right. I won right out of the gate. Won nice. the Super Bowl the first year I had my own team. Nice. The guys all said, like, it's beginner's luck. We don't mm-hmm. buy it. Mm-hmm. I won a second year in a row, technically a third, but like, whatever. Right. A second year in a <laughs> row. <laughs> And then um, I remember I was watching fantasy football live on Yahoo sports on my laptop at that point. And I looked to my then boyfriend on the sofa and I was like, I don't understand. Why are there just like, like white dudes talking of 30 and 40 year old white dudes talking about this stuff?
1: (laughs) It's true. Why? And this was
3: maybe like, this was a a decade ago, you know? And I was like, why aren't there any women on this show? Right especially because the NFL audience is 46% female. Like the NFL viewing audience is nearly 50% female. Why are there no women on this show? I don't get it. And mm-hmm. my boyfriend at the time looked at me, I was like, I don't know. I just start a blog. So I did. Wow. And um, <laughs> I started the fantasyfootballgirl.com And then I started a Twitter feed and I started a podcast called the X's and Y's podcast with yeah. this guy, John Evans. And it all started to snowball. And then um, I got it. I was on a series. And then I just said yes to anybody's everything. Like, will you go on this podcast? Will you go on that? Will you write this thing for free? And so I did all that. And then um, it snowballed. And eventually Scout hired me. And then after a year of being um, with Scout, Yahoo poached me away. And it is, like, Mm. wild to know that I am now, like, a cast member on the show that I, like, conceived the idea to make a blog in this world yeah. and transition my career while I was watching Fantasy yeah. Football Live. And like, why aren't there any women? And now I am the woman.
2: That, that is life, man.
0: That, that is, is awesome. In, that is incredible. That is truly an incredible story. And I mean, one of besides the fact that, you know, we all admire you and love yep. working with you and know your story. What's truly amazing, and inspirational is you know hearing it again and really being able to you know I'm sure there's people out there that are like you that say why right they ask why and then instead of just letting that go they decide okay well why not and then they put themselves in the situation you know
3: yeah I mean I like I like talk a lot of shit about Russell Wilson because he's a robot you know Um, And I've met him twice and worked with him twice. And I'm still sort of like, what goes on inside of there? (laughs) Um, Anything? um, But I will say, right, I will say he once said when, you know, when, when the Seahawks won the Super Bowl, he said, why not us? And that resonated for me. Like, yeah, why not us? Why not this Black quarterback? Why not a woman in this space? Why not a person of color doing something that has traditionally not been done by women or people of color? Like, we have perspectives. We have voices. We have a narrative. It's just not the predominant one. But how much more valuable or how, I don't want to say more value, but how valuable to shine a light on, on a way of thinking or living that hasn't been, you know, spotlighted.
0: Right. And, and NFL, I mean, the football for you came from the, from your grandfather, from him introducing that to you, but you've also, I know you were an ice skater, right? If I could bring that to the forefront, you also did a little bit of ice skating. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't know that. (laughs) Yeah, you, and I know you got to meet, um, you were at the Olympics. And you well, got, I, co- you I covered
3: them. I did not get to, I had a one-year-old at the time, so I didn't go to Pyeongchang. Yeah. But you
0: did meet with um, Adam.
3: I did a feature yeah. with Adam Rapon ahead, ahead of the, um, the Winter Olympics in – what was that? Uh, 2016? 2017? Yeah. 2017 um, yeah. in Pyeongchang in South Korea, yeah. yeah. We did a feature, like, ahead of it, Jackie Pepper, one of our producers, mm-hmm. um, who's amazing. I had this idea that because I was a figure skater growing up, which by the way, single moms out there, that's not the sport, by the way, to get your kid. <laughs> that that sounds like an
2: expensive ass. That's sport. an
3: expensive yeah. ass support. <laughs> and my mom, like the reason I became an ice skater also, because like I, I always cringe a little because like, there's definitely a bouginess associated because it is sure. an expensive sport with that. Sure. My mom, I was real pigeon-toed. I was like a real fugly kid. And I was really <laughs> pigeon-toed, just, like, pigeon-toed with this, like, pot belly and this, like, booty ahead of her time. And, like, walking around, my mom's like, oh, shit, I got to do something to, like, with, for kids. Like, <laughs> and so she took me to a podiatrist, and the podiatrist was like, well, like, you, could, you should get orthotics. And then my mom saw the, like, cost of orthotics. Right. And he was like, or you could, like, put her in ballet or ice skating. And right. like the park district had ballet, which was affordable, and then she was like, "Well, I'll try this ice skating thing," and like, "We'll see. I'm sure she'll get sick of it, but like, whatever." And I was horrible at ballet, and like, actually really good at ice skating. And she was like, "But this was supposed to be the cheap option. Like, this <laughs> was, like uh, uh, the uh, uh, hell! I should have just ponied up for the orthotics." So <laughs> But, like, once your kid's, like, good at something, you can't be like, nah, you can't do that. So yeah, she, like, we, true. I had a coach at 5 o'clock in the morning, and she'd, right. like, drive me solo by herself to the ice rink, and we'd do all that. And I, I skated competitively until I blew out my ankle at 16, and I did not blow it out in a skating accident. I blew it out because I had snuck out of the house to meet with a boy at a golf course, and the sprinklers went on oh. in the middle of the night, and I went running. <laughs> and ripped up my That ankle. needs to be an ice skating movie. <laughs> oh
1: my god.
3: <laughs> that ended oh my, my ice skating career. So.
0: <laughs> but it was wow. a sign. You know, everything yeah, works out for works out for exactly for a reason because you've been yeah. I mean, you've interviewed some fantastic athletes. Oh yeah. You've um you go to um Las Vegas to, you know, work there on the drafts you know, we yeah. have those. Um, what has been like some memorable moments like from like, let's say from the beginning of your career to maybe even a current day?
3: Um, well, I think sticking with Russell Wilson, I mean, yeah. I don't know if this has been the highlight. But so when I first started before I was hired, I said I had this blog and it was called the com. And I'm based in LA, right? And so I had a girlfriend who was an executive at, um, Nickelodeon and hmm. Nickelodeon had, you know, they have the kids choice awards with the yep. surfboards and the slime. Well, they, for a year or two, they were trying to launch the kids choice sports awards and Michael Strahan was hosting it. And it was the same concept. Like the celebrity athletes would walk the orange carpet. And this was right after the Seahawks won the Super Bowl. Um, and, so she got me a media pass to like work the orange carpet at sea. Mm, and I was girl. just like the, the fantasy football girl. I had just had a baby. <laughs> he, my son was like, Oh my gosh. I want to say like four months old. Wow. Like, little so, guy. I mean, I was still nursing Dang. little guy, like, but I was yeah. still nursing and it was blazed. It was the summer. It was so fucking hot. It was so, and I'm like, got all the spanks because nothing fits (laughs) and like sweating a blue streak like my god like trying like nothing everything's fit I'm like my boobs are like turning into rocks because I'm waiting and um I'm trying like I remember I interviewed like Mario the rapper (laughs) (laughs) I immediately went Mario Brothers in my head I'm (laughs) like how did that how did you no, like, he's a big Giants fan. like a bit, And I was just, like, on my phone, like, okay, Mario. We, oh, he's from New York. I'll ask him about the Giants. I'm like, I interviewed Marvin Jones, who was still with the Bengals at the time. And then I would happen, my, like, spot, which was, like, the shittiest of spots, obviously, was, like, you know, a one-by-one, one, like, little square that they let me stand on. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the athletes were just going to, like, NFL Network and ESPN, who had access, and then just kind of, like, being like, peace. Like, they didn't even stop. But Earl Thomas stopped and he was with his little daughters and and I interviewed him and then I happened to be next to like the Seahawks.com site and so they got Russell Wilson to come over. Wow. And as Russ like as their, as Russell's PR guy was like negotiating with that cuz you know they're like okay, he's going to do this guy and this guy yeah. and then he's going to come past you, he's going to get like so he's deciding who he is going to stop with and then communicating that to Russell. Yeah. I like hear it happening and I'm like oh my God, this would be so huge for me. Like, and so I said like, Hey, can I have 90 seconds? I'm not going to ask any questions. He can plug his charity. That's all I want. Just let him plug his charity. Yeah. And of course he's not going to, cause I was like, what is like Russell in my head? I was like thinking, what is Russell Wilson's brand? His whole brand is that he's a fucking nice guy. Right. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. like, that's a real important to him. How am I, I just need to get Russell Wilson on my blog and know that that could like find like google clicks could find like that could help promote the like awareness that my body even exists totally so he did that and russell and i chatted he actually gave me like five minutes and he was pretty generous with his time i think because i did lead with like i'm just happy to have you like talk about your charity i'm not going to ask you any like annoying questions and then fast forward to this past super bowl I interviewed him again nice. on, uh, at, in Miami, on wow like at, at um, what is it called Kendall? Media, media row, R- radio, radio row, row. Right, right? So like on radio row in wow. Miami, Kendall was there. And Russell Wilson came by and like, here we are years later, Sierra had just announced her pregnancy um, with oh, their wow. second child, their third technically, but their second for the two of them, right? Yeah. Um, earlier that morning, he came over to me. I told him the story I just told you. He was, so, he was like, oh my gosh, thank you for sharing that. That is so kind of you. And we had a really warm um, meeting and he even like gave me a hug and said like, that was one of the like, best interviews, best moments I've had today. Thank you so much for sharing that with me. So wow. that
0: was a really cool. Like, wow. It's wow. That's dope. incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. And that, you know, that really goes to show that, you know, kindness from the Thanks. jump. Will go a long way, yep. Yep. you know, a long, long way in your career from then to now, and having that like bridge, that's so cool. That is like that's definitely one of the coolest stories that you can full circle with that. That's so much fun. You're just a nice person, Liz. Oh, yeah, oh, so nice. how
3: too many people. <laughs> <laughs> well, I
0: mean, it's I, I find your work to be very genuine, you know, and very authentic. So I'm just always been a fan of being able to, you know, read your work and know you and be able to work with you. So
3: Thank you. Well, isn't that like, I, you know, I was talking to my husband yesterday uh, because as, you know, we're in a weird time, like with COVID and you're, you yeah, know, so people weird. are, people are starting to die, right? Like yeah. this is happening yeah. Yeah. and you're hearing yeah. things. And it's also an interesting time for people to not be um, facing reality. Right. And I think for me, it's always been like, if you everyone is allowed to make mistakes. Everybody's allowed to do things that they didn't think were the best choices in in the moment. But what you're not allowed to do is not own those.
0: Right. And like, I
3: really try. And I think the reason that like I connect with all three of you women is that like, I fuck up. I fuck up a lot. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? And I really do try to say I fucked up. Like I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have said that. That was a bad choice. Or because and I don't want I want to deal with people who like you will, I will forgive you of almost anything as mm. long as you're 100 with me. oh yeah but the minute that you can, that you're not self aware enough to say to like live in the discomfort of owning a mistake then that's like when I don't trust your instincts that's when I don't trust your like moral center right and like mm. it's you know like it's not like kindness and being a Pollyanna being nice like right. it's about being honest to me more than anything
0: else. Right. Right. I'm not,
3: I just, I'm not, I don't have the energy to be sneaky. I don't yeah. have it in me.
0: Right. Yeah, great. right. For sure. No, I think, I mean, I think we all here, I know we've said it in the past. It's like, we're, we're messy. Yeah. And that's part of why when we do this podcast, we know it's like, we don't need to fact check each other. We're not going to be me- We're going to be messy. The world is messy. Things are messy. And we just want to embrace that because just it's too exhausting. Everything's so exhausting <laughs> you know, and, and that's I think
3: why that, that's why your podcast works, and that's why this vibe is so precious among your listeners, because you know not everybody plays by this set of rules can build knows what I'm talking about like you all know what I'm talking about so like sometimes yep. you've got to play in the sandbox with people who don't follow the same moral code yeah. as you do yeah. and so yeah. then th- that's when it gets tricky that's when it's like well you either decide like I'm gonna be me and I'm probably gonna get screwed in here or there but like yeah. I'm hopeful that in the long run right it will pay off but there's yeah. a lot of, like, moments where you're like, ah, I don't know if I should have been honest there. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I should be sneaky. But then you just, like, yeah. I'm too tired. Yeah. Like, I don't have the energy. Yeah. Like, I it's exhausting. I don't have the energy to do it. Yeah. yeah. We, we talk exhausting. about that all the time,
1: Liz. I mean, yeah. how many conversations have we had about how, like, you know, so-and-so just keeps getting all the shots and getting all the chances, but they're doing it in a way that I wouldn't ever want to hold myself to. Like, yeah. but – also, like I'm not getting those shots and those chances. Should I be doing it that way? But like also, I don't want to feel gross about how I got my shot in that chance. Yeah. Right? right. So like right. we have that conversation right. all the time. Because yeah, like it happens way too often. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of
2: course, I'd rather no. get my shot in 10 years with integrity than in one by like you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. I see right. what you're saying there. Um <laughs> yeah we I mean that's why we that's how this podcast even started really was because Mm -hmm. we didn't hear voices that we could you know connect with so we're
2: working on stuff where we're like ugh, not another dude
0: (laughs) I know I'm just like "Ah," instead of saying you know I would have done it like that I'm just gonna go and do it like that yeah and it's gonna get you know like when even Deciding to change, to move the podcast to Zoom because of coronavirus, you know, that was something where we were just like literally like, yeah, let's it. try doing Zoom, yeah. let's jump on it, we can record, let's invest, you know, whatever, you know, need. And now look at us. I mean, you as a guest is fantastic. We have these awesome backgrounds. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> Added me, I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't here yeah. Oh, yeah, that was, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kendall was in tears, baby, yeah. Because you know, one of the things is, you know, we all there's another thing, and I know Liz, you, I see this in your career as well. When you do see uh women in particular, because I know I do this <laughs> with women, I'll just say it, I, I, I identify if there's some magic though or if there's a potential and then I want to do a collaboration and yep. see where that goes and when I saw what Kendall was doing and I, I you know I could see she had this desire and this passion I'm like just start coming on to the podcast and let's see how that goes and I mean now she's like such she's a, stuck. a great fit yeah stuck. <laughs> yeah
3: I'm stuck with the stuck.
0: now in yeah. the chat and the email she gets
2: to email. she's like oh yeah. what did I get myself into, <laughs> into. <laughs>
3: Well, Kindle is like one of the most <laughs> Kindle's one of the most creative people True. like I've ever met. I think she's True. I mean, all three of you are incredibly creative, but like having Kindle at Yahoo has been an absolute gift for me because also she plays by that same set of rules that I was talking about earlier, and like will definitely uh prioritize. It's like some people and I don't understand it some people are afraid of a feminine voice and it's not just men like this yeah. is not like I'm not plenty of men too. Yeah. I'll, like, I like I do like I, I, people get angry when I say this but like there have been many men who have championed me I would not be here if there yeah. were not men who were allies and championing Brand right. Evans got me my job like he's right. no longer right. with the company but like right. I will forever be loyal to him um and 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 he doesn't look like someone that you're expecting to be like that. You know right. what I mean? And so that's that's why you can't judge. But like, it's not, there are a lot of people who get afraid about a female voice. Like, what does that mean? And is it right? And is it shrill? And, uh, yeah. you know, and <laughs> oh I just yeah. sort of say, like, I don't know. I don't know. In some ways, like people who haven't, people who haven't been a part of the mainstream narrative mm-hmm. are in, a weird position of, I don't know, potential gratitude because they also, like the expectation is not the same. Like I'm used to people discounting me. I grew up with, I mean, I told you, I grew up a pot-bellied, big booty, (laughs) pigeon-toed weird kid. Like, you know, (laughs) like I'm used to people being like, nah, she ain't gonna do it. Nah, 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 she can't do it. And like, how, I'm, so when someone's like, no, she doesn't know what she's talking about. I'm like, oh, right. cool. Like, I don't have, like, I've already, that's what I expect. That's the expectation. Yeah, that's for right. me. So I have nothing to do but yeah. exceed it.
0: Right, right. Oh, no, that, it's true. It's true. You just, you come in with that, you know, people are already expecting one thing. And so it makes it so much easier because you don't have to really do that much to bar set
3: low. <laughs> <laughs> and also you're just not my people. And that's right. fine too. We can't be everybody's people. So like you're not my people. And yeah. and like cool, I hope like I'm not offended. I hope you found your people. Go right. find them and you go do something and just please be kind. But like go find your people. I'm just not one of them. Fine. And right. you know it's both ways.
0: You know, also I mean I know we've touched on you know the coronavirus it's a huge topic not only here but you know it's literally shaping what the sports world this time you know we we're going to talk about that later in our hi- in our updates but how okay this might be a loaded question but how do you think okay i have, I have a couple questions <laughs> about this one what do you think is going to happen with the NFL i know that trump sat with all the commissioners of sports the um, you know in the us They're, you know, NFL, he seems to be really begging the NFL to start on time. Like that's huge. like, even from the beginning, he was saying, you guys have, do not suspend your, your, um, season. So one, what do you, where do you fall on that? Where do you fall on the virtual draft that they're going to be doing? And do you have an idea of what, how this coronavirus is going to be shaping sports as we're moving forward?
3: Well, this a episode, lot. I mean, also, <laughs> Huge. you know, I, you know this, all three of you know this, like I was supposed to go to, to Tokyo this summer and, yeah. and cover the Olympics for three weeks for, for Yahoo, like, yeah. and had planned media c- concepts and had, you know, a, a graphics made and all of that was starting. So um, there's like, you know, I, I also, I'm not going to cry because like I'm healthy and employed, which is a lot more than a lot of people. So I'm certainly not going to complain, but you know, and obviously the Olympics were pulled. So like, I have some, some, I understand what it's like for these NBA writers and these MLB writers who feel like they got their thing taken away. Cause I did get my thing taken away to a yeah. bucket list thing that I've been working my whole career towards. As I said earlier, I didn't go to Pyeongchang. Because I had a four-year-old and a one-year-old at the time, and I didn't feel like this is a decision that women make often that men don't have to make. I didn't feel like it was an appropriate time to leave those children without their mothers and go to another continent. And I also felt, frankly, if I did, I'd be real fucking judged. Right. So I didn't do it. And I felt like now that my kids are three and six, it would be easier to go away, had a talk with my husband, blah, 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 blah. So I understand the idea of like the disappointment of having your – thing taken away Um, obviously football is what my career started on and is my main sport Um, I do think that even if like at the very worst or least we will have a season that starts in October and is played in empty stadiums there is no I mean Wrestlemania is happening this weekend and Wrestlemania caters a particular demographic that has a lot of overlap with the NFL's demographics, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um and knowing that we have we have an NFL draft, right? It's business as usual. That means pro days are being canceled. This rookie class, which is exceptionally deep, but there's a player like like um T Higgins, for example, who's one of the top top ranked wide receivers coming mm-hmm. out of Clemson, a team that a college team that went to the college playoff, uh, went to the championship game. Championship. Uh yeah, Kindle was there. Um, Mm -hmm. T Higgins did not participate in the combine. He was going to participate at his pro day. Mm -hmm. The combine was in Indianapolis in what late January, early February. I'm sorry, late February, late, late February. Mm -hmm. Um, And now all pro days have been canceled because of the Mm -hmm. quarantine rules. So those players who did not perform at the combine and maybe didn't put up the most smaller school players, the guys who would go normally on day three, their tape is all that they have to Mm. Show for themselves. Yeah. They have no in-person meetings. They don't get to be in front of interviewed by these scouts now Like the Kansas City Chiefs are using for example FaceTime interviews with a lot mm. of these prospects But they are making their choices virtually right uh, JK Dobbins who's like one of the top running back prospects He hurt his ankle. He went to OSU Ohio mm-hmm. State and he hurt his ankle in the playoffs the college football playoffs against Clemson actually mm. And so he didn't run at the Combine. He did the bench press, and he did interviews. But he didn't run the 40, and he didn't do you know the three cone. So there are questions about his speed and agility, and he was planning to wait to OSU's pro day. Not going to happen. The Chiefs, who need a running back, are interested in him. And so they put a FaceTime together. Like, that's mm-hmm. how they're going to make their decisions. But the mm-hmm. fact that franchises and owners are making their decisions based on that, and as you mentioned, Trump has already spoken, right to various owners of teams, and I imagine Roger Goodell as well, and the draft is still continuing, to me illustrates Trump's sway among Mm -hmm. the owners. We already have the Colin Kaepernick controversy to know that Trump is a factor in this situation. So we are still having a draft and it is virtual. We are going to have a season, I think. Mm -hmm. I think it just means that will have empty stadiums okay. the same way that WrestleMania is happening in an empty stadium and anybody who's I mean, these teams mostly travel on pra- private planes as well. Right. So there's some, you know, assumed risk slash um, ability to control the situation if it's a private jet or a private plane. So, i I, I mean, I think it's putting players in a really unique position to say, well, risk your I don't know what you're gonna do you're gonna risk your health like what if one of these players were able were to like in the NBA yeah. to contract the virus mm-hmm. um the fear of content, like the fear of it spreading is obviously less than the NBA because everyone's wearing pads and face masks it's not right. just like sweat on sweat right yeah but even for their own health, their own sake, like if they get sick, they're definitely going to have to be quarantined or severely ill, right. um, assuming it presents, like and it is. assuming they're not asymptomatic carriers, right? right? Which means they're gonna miss games. Yeah. They're gonna miss checks. They're gonna miss like hitting bonuses, right? So, mm. um, but I, I just don't, I mean, I, I'd, I'd be more surprised if we had the international games because mm. I don't think other countries are gonna want yeah. this. Yeah but I do think we'll have a season if it's pushed, maybe it's pushed by a month.
0: And do you think that, cause I know the NBA right now is talking to their players. They want them to take a 50% cut of their salary because you know, the season, there are no games. They already have something in their contract that says they get like a 1.95th of their salary for every games they miss. So they're actually working with the, the um, NBA uh players association to try to get that, you know, from 50% to maybe 25%. If the season were the NFL season were to continue or start, I'm sorry, if the NFL season does start, um, wouldn't wouldn't you think that the players would demand more money because of the risk that they're taking? I
3: don't Mm -hmm. think I mean we hear about so first of all, I mean, how messed up is it that there's a lot here, but like how messed up is it yeah. that Brian Williamson, who's a damn rookie is paying for the janitorial staff yep, of right. the Pelicans to stay employed and the damn owner who also owns the fucking saints yeah. isn't shelling out any nope. cash.
2: Yep.
3: Right? Yep. Like I know yep. people love like the narrative of like, Oh, those players make all that money. They should love to play. Well, what about those owners? They make yeah. even more money. And they can sit in their ivory tower. Yep. And of being the richest of rich if you don't get to be a fucking hero right when the, when the time comes, like true, that shit. true. you could yeah. be a goddamn hero right now and instead you're just like yep. 739 exactly
0: right? oh so true
3: I, I don't get it so I don't think you know we think about NFL stars making all of this money we think about like Dak Prescott who's probably going to make 35 million a year over four years I broke that first We're going to talk about, you know, we talk about um, Ezekiel Elliott's money. We talk about, you know, all of these, but there's a bunch of practice squad guys and third string guys who don't make that kind of cash and who have families that they are supporting, Mm -hmm. um, whether they're back home or, you know, their immediate spouses and children. And I don't think those guys, I mean, how many people now just are happy to have a job, right? Right, Like I'm I'm, like, there's pay cuts happening in my household. And like, we're not, We're nobody's, nobody's saying boo. Right? right. So I don't think that, I don't think there are enough people with enough money to really protest it.
0: Right. Interesting. Interesting. And so do you have, do you think as far as like sports writers or, you know, media, sports media, I feel like they've already been on a trajectory of this virtual office and this, you know, technology being such a huge uh, lever for them. But do you, do you think see any big changes in how you would operate or how sports media might operate moving forward? I
3: think there's big changes in the way we already operate. I mean, Kendall and I were talking months ago about the fact that everything is digital, right? Like, why, yeah. why try to be broadcast? Like, why try to have a studio? Like, everyone is on their phone. A mobile experience mm-hmm. yep. is the primary experience. Everyone's touting it as a second screen experience. But, like, in times like these, I mean, we're on Zoom right now. Zoom stock is soaring. <laughs> <Right>. Everything <laughs> needs a remote capability. And this is kind of the way that technology was pushing everything in the first place. The, the You know, when I looked at my, like, um, I got my screen time updates on my phone and I was like, oh, I'm acting surprised. (laughs) (laughs) Like like, like, up (laughs) 4,000%. Like that. So I think that like, just, you have to lean into a mobile digital experience now. And in some ways like this has been happening to sports writers and I feel like there's been a resistance to wanting to wanting to lean into that curve and to that right. inevitability and now that's forcing that like do you, again do you want to have a job because if you do you better figure this tech stuff out real fast yeah, yeah. I feel like Twitter kind of changed all of
1: that right like you don't you don't see breaking news on sports Center these sure days no. like yeah. you you see it on Twitter right like right. When all yeah. the Kobe Bryant stuff went down, like, yeah, find out? TMZ, out it on was TMZ. Like, right? Like, it wasn't like nobody's just sitting here with the new I mean, yeah, now we probably do like have right. news on, but like, on a normal day, you're not sitting here just like watching ESPN waiting for something to break. You're sitting on your phone while grocery shopping or at the beach, wherever the hell you are, and you're seeing the tweets come through. So, like, everything's on your phone these days, so I don't think, like, media, anything is really going to change, because that's how we've kind of been for years now, like, since Twitter was created and kind of, like, took off, like, that's just kind of how we've
3: been. You're a millennial, right? So, like, I do think people over 50, over 45, um, you know, are now being, like, my mom was like, oh, I, I had a, a wine night with my girlfriends on house party. My mom's 65 <laughs> house and I was party? like, yes, bitch, do it. Like, yeah, you know, like that's yeah. the app. She was like, do you know about this app called house party? And I was like, I, I do, <laughs> you know, like, so I think, you know, you're just getting a, a portion of right. society that hasn't needed to adapt and they're, they're being forced to adapt. Yeah. yeah. Or, and some of them are doing it. Like I, like I said, like my, my in-laws too are like enthusiastically do it. They're like, do you want to zoom? Do you want, I'm like, no, I want you to leave me the fuck alone. Like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, you're right. You're right. I do. I agree with you guys. Cause it has been moving this way and you know, you're either going to be with the wave or left behind. Eventually you're going to learn it. It just depends on like, when you're going to get it and how far behind you're going to be on it so yeah we're getting there
3: the corona stuff is like to me the corona stuff is really um you know like people being out of work and finding new modes to communicate Mm -hmm. are two of the biggest outcomes but also uh we've had some some people who have passed in Mm -hmm. our in our circle um Mm -hmm. and the thing i I mean i'll just be uh, open, not my, my, uh, mother-in-law's brother. So my husband's uncle Mm -hmm. is not, he's in Jersey where a lot of this is at Mm -hmm. its peak, um, near, near New York city. And, um, he's not expected to make it until Tuesday. And you know, my husband is like, he said, I was like, how are you? Are you, you know, Mm -hmm. like it's uncle Jack and and he was like, well, I'm not, you know, I'm fine, but my mom can't go say goodbye to her brother. Yeah. Wow. Like there's yeah. no, you know what I mean? Like that's yeah. the stuff that I don't think people are like, think like, oh, someone dies, but like yeah. there's right. no, there's no funerals. no nope. yeah. There's no saying goodbye to your at loved ones. Like, maybe yep. you can, fit, right. Like there's no being at, you know, my, yeah. my mother in law is, uh, they're both on the East coast, but she'd have to fly to Jersey. She can't do, she can't do it. Right. Yeah. Like she cannot fly. <laughs> she's 60. Like she, wow. she's 60 yeah. something. She can't go get on an airplane and do that. And she wouldn't be allowed anyway. And like, you know, we have another friend who everybody lives so all over the place. Kendall, I know you like your mom's in Texas, and like even here, like Karen, you're in Northern California, and Liz yep. and I are in Southern California, and like yeah. my mom's in Chicago, and like we have a, a a very good friend who lost his brother on Thursday. His brother, by the way, who was eight, also in Jersey, um, his brother is based here in LA. Um, like an avid marathoner like the New York marathon mm-hmm. um, had run the Mar- New York marathon over 20 times and yep. he passed on Thursday night and wow like, my husband can't take his buddy out for drinks you know what yeah. I mean like we can't oh, Dickens, we can't yeah. right like there's no like it's that breathing like no one's gonna set up a zoom and be like Hey, let's yeah. talk about your brother's bath thing. Right? Like, yeah. It's not going to happen. Yeah.
0: No. And it's so
3: like, there, there's just like no closure. Like you're just sitting. We all yeah. keep making these jokes about like cheers to whatever day to day is, right? Yeah. But like your feelings are also on that same trajectory.
2: Right. Yeah.
1: yeah. 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 Um, I, I take it down,
3: but
2: we all feel guilty, though, all of us, right? Like if we still have money, if we have food on the table, we feel guilty for feeling like shit during this time, but it's also a collective just energy around the whole fucking world so it's heavy but yet we can't
3: let, let it be heavy, be heavy? Yeah. yeah especially you and i have kids like i can't i can't let my kids see me be like
2: man right, right.
3: You oh, know, she like, i write oh sure it has
2: though i've already <laughs>
3: <laughs> i mean i like mine are mine are littler than yours so i'm trying to like you know yeah hide a lot but all, i found it like as a as a kid i mean karen i think this is similar to you too like as a kid who grew up with a single mom like yeah. like the other day my my three-year-old like didn't like what i made for dinner and she wanted to throw it away and i was like
2: <laughs> <laughs> that don't happen here
3: <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna eat this goddamn quesadilla, <laughs> like you know what i mean like it's so triggering to be like we don't like we are lucky to have food we are lucky yeah. that mommy has money to like Mommy has a job and she was able to make this for you. Like you can't be like, I don't like, but I don't like, I don't like that cheese or whatever. <laughs> no, like that triggers all of the like not rich kid growing up stuff, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Like too. It's like, oh yeah. Mm-
0: I am mean, seriously, I'm rationing eggs and flour and coffee. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, oh, you know, I'm like measuring things out. Today, my husband was like, oh, um, I figured you could make these egg sandwiches because you have those eggs that are, you know, that are, we have already had for, and I'm like, excuse me? I'm, all <laughs> eggs. I'm like, eggs <laughs> I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Excuse mm-hmm. me. You know, so it's like, you know, I do feel like I'm rationing everything. And my sister who has m- my nephew, who's 13, you know, they found out also he's not going to the school year's clothes. And oh. so I put him to work. I he's he's doing our tick tock now. He's, he's our, our intern TikTok intern. <laughs>
3: Oh, that's brilliant. That that's is brilliant. brilliant.
0: Oh my God. No, like, he's got time on his hands. He's perfect for the platform. Let's <laughs> get him an internship. and learn some
2: math, running those analytics. Oh yeah. He's, <laughs> yeah
0: he gives us an update, <laughs> weekly update. You know, so, I, you know, I, I think there are a lot of things that we have to sit back and be reflective on because this is a heavy period. And also we don't, it's one of those things where we have to do it together apart which is so weird, right? Normally when we're like, oh, we're going to get be able to like be together and really do this, but no one can be together. So you can't do it that way. So it's a whole different way of processing. So there's a lot of heavy things that we are taking in. For me, I know that um, I'm very observant and I see, I look to see like, where are those pockets that maybe we can play in or pockets that we can, try to do some crazy shit in or you know what's happening what's what's popping off what what is working and just you know try to lean into those things so that I can make it through the next day to the Today.
3: next, day, to the next <laughs>
0: yeah. day you know
3: but and that's I, and like I'm, a skill set that you have learned from again like a not Privileged trajectory yeah right man, like you true. don't learn how to do that if you're given all the things if you're yeah, given it. all the things and then you're told you don't get those anymore then you're at a weird disadvantage because you're like uh, I don't know how to do things <laughs> right <laughs> like, Yeah. like and that's what I mean that's like what I mean like when people when your expectation is when the bar is low for you then like awesome right yeah you know I can I can dunk on that
0: yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can dunk on that. Love that's it. That's the closing. I'm definitely gonna start using that. Um, before we wrap, because I know your littles have a movie that's gonna end soon. <laughs> um, what uh, a couple of things. One is there something or. Two things: Is there two things that you that you're doing right now, or you yourself, to deal with us, you know, quarantine time and all this stuff? And also, I would love for you in this putting on the spot to give us a cocktail that we should try to make, and it can be a cocktail you've already made because okay. your cocktail series on Instagram is the jam, and maybe Thank we you. can point to one of those.
3: <laughs> okay. Yes. Um. So weirdly. Ah, uh, this is like really kind of introspective, and I shouldn't admit it, but I will. The thing that I am doing for myself is actually not doing something like not doing something. Like I, I feel an immense amount of pressure to like stay in shape and like exercise every day and like stay camera ready and all that BS. Um, and I have a Peloton. I've had a Peloton for over a year. I love the Peloton in normal days. I have not. Peloton since being in quarantine no. because wow. I,
0: wow. I cannot
3: I, I I know and everyone's shocked they're like oh my god what? you must look amazing <laughs> like, right. no. I have not Pelotoned because the idea of like I got two kids home from school I got a husband who's home working I'm home working there's a goddamn pandemic going around there's like financial instability the last thing I want to do is flog myself over my body true like yeah. I cannot. And part of Pelotoning, the thing I like is like, beat your personal record, keep going uh, harder, faster. I can't do that to myself right now. And for what? Like, I go for a walk for 45 minutes every day by myself. So I move my body. Mm -hmm. I might do some like, little like 30-minute workout by myself I have a backyard so like I might just do some weights casually but I am not trying to like extra fucking hot girl summer it you know like <laughs> right. no. summer. Like, you know, like get that bikini body like I, no it's okay like it's it's okay that I'm wearing like a t-shirt and a flannel and elastic waistband pants because I'm gonna be in this shit for months yeah yeah like, So I think for me, like not Pelotoning, and even my husband was like, are you, are you going to do, are you okay? (laughs) Like, he was like, you look great. I'm not, you know, but like (laughs) you usually hop on that thing and that's like your special time and you haven't done it. And I was like, yeah, I just, I don't need to beat myself up about one more thing. Mm -hmm. And that's just kind of what that workout, and it's working for some people in the opposite. So like, praise to them, but like you asked me about me in particular. So, um. And then, um, what was the other thing you said?
0: Well, if you had, if you had, oh, the cocktail, and then the cocktail, yeah,
3: yeah. So, um, I'm, I fucking love my tequila, like (laughs) (laughs) you know that. So um, I do have a, it, there's two cocktails. I have um, an orange tree and a kumquat tree in my backyard. Oh. And fuck all if I knew what to do with some kumquat. Right. But I am <laughs> making kum, kumquat infused vodka. I have two big, like oh. a large, super big mason jars. Oh. So I'm going to make um, a cocktail with that. And then I have been making a kumquat margarita with tequila and a little bit of agave. It's a play oh. on, I made a Skinny Bubbles. Yeah. drink as part mm-hmm. of my like New Year's New Year's Eve drinks
0: one um, that I really liked
3: yes it was very <laughs> one, good one you didn't shit your pants do like. <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> so so instead of orange juice which is what orange juice and grapefruits which is what the uh, recipe calls for I've been using kumquats because they're super sour and just like using them in a garlic press, like washing them and like squeezing them in a garlic press, because we've got some, nice. like it helps me like work out some tension. And that rind. Yep. Oh, They're so push smart. Squish it, muddle it, and then adding um, some tequila and a dash of, a little dash of orange juice if I don't want to like come quad right. squeeze forever. Right. And a little dash of agave. And that has been mm-hmm. my like, That's that has so been funny. my personal quarantine, which. You know, in the beginning, I was like, "I'm not gonna open anything until 5:30." And now I'm like, oh, "It's 2:30, no. it yet? No. Like, what?" Um,
0: yeah. yeah, like as I, long I, as was, you've
3: had breakfast, you're allowed to drink.
0: I think so. <laughs> I like Larry. Like, you know, I just put my finger in the air. That's how I'm telling. Like, when it's time for a cocktail, I'm like, <laughs> "I think it's time for a cocktail, regardless of time, day, whatever." I'm just like popping something open around these yeah. days. Oh my god, that drink sounds so good. I think you need to put that recipe online somewhere so I can try to make it. Mine right, is I'll a lot. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I That too, yeah. <laughs> Liz, is there anything that you would want our audience to try to like go see you in, hear you in? Uh, you're, doing, you're doing so much. I think you might even be doing more than you were before. I'm <laughs> seeing <out of> everything. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so, which is great. I love it. But is there um, anything you want to like uh, tell our audience to check out any social handles or I mean,
3: podcasts? obviously if you could follow me please on instagram and twitter at liz loza l-i-z-l-o-z-a underscore f-f that's at liz loza underscore f-f i'd appreciate the follow um i am doing a lot of nfl draft prep so i have a podcast um called the which is part of the yahoo fantasy podcast family i suppose um We premiered on Wednesday of last week and we're going to be doing a different positional group. We started with wide receivers uh, this coming week is running backs and covering like the top five rookies, me and Eric Edholm, who's the Yahoo sports draft analyst uh, at the company. And that's called the rookie snapshot podcast that's going on. And then I will be writing a little snapshot for every rookie um, that we talk about on the podcast. So that's at Yahoo sports. You can just check that out. And then, you know, I, like on Instagram, I try to keep things fun. I try to keep people motivated. Um, I try to be honest and authentic. And so I'll be probably doing more like cocktail recipes and IG lives if I can just get like a little bit of time to myself. Um, yeah,
2: yeah, that's hard. <laughs> that's,
3: that's, follow the social handles. And then if you're into NFL rookies or NFL draft, you can check out my author profile on Yahoo Sports and then, of course, the, the, the Yahoo Fantasy Football podcast.
0: Um, everybody go do all the things and listen all of to all the things that Liz just said. It's worth it. I am so glad that you're able to take some time to come on our podcast. We've been wanting to have you forever and it's just you. humbled. No. I know. It's like,
3: oh, oh so <laughs> well, y'all, when this MJ documentary oh, hits, drops.
0: Oh, my you God. You want to come
3: back? I, I want to come. Yes. Okay. Nice. Me back. Yes. All right.
0: Back. New episode on it. We'll do the whole episode and talk about that. I mean, I'm assuming that you were a Chicago Bulls fan. Seeing that is the, chi- the
3: childhood. Capital, <laughs> T, capital <laughs> C. Capital <laughs> C. <laughs> that is the childhood. I got lots of feelings about MJ, his comeback, yep. the whole thing. So, and I try, oh. I, you know, I'm pretty real about it. But like that man, te- Kendall, didn't I text you in particular during MJ? Remember when MJ spoke at um, Kobe Bryant's memorial? Oh, yeah. And didn't I text yeah. you? Was I texting Liz or Kendall about it? I was just uh. like, that, MJ's like, maybe not a great guy. Right. right. But yeah. His eulogy to Kobe, and that takes a lot for someone from Chicago to say, but his eulogy to Kobe was the most real that I have ever yeah. seen oh. him. Yeah, true,
2: true.
1: That's that was, great.
3: to me, a major personal redemption moment for him. So yeah. I want to see this documentary because also yeah. before, oh my God, I want to come back. Just let me come back. Okay. I'll be <laughs> wear the 45. <laughs> yeah.
0: for we will, we're we going to probably, we'll do a whole episode just on that documentary because I think uh, requires that because yeah, he oh yeah, is, I mean hoops this is what we this is, he is mega the so hoops yeah he is mega um so we're gonna do that we're gonna have you on and um again thank you so so much we're so excited and we're gonna have you back on for the MJ I okay love, yeah. love you guys. Yes. Right. Love stay you, healthy really well.
3: stay safe stay sane love you thank bye, you guys. bye bye, bye.
0: All right, oh, guys. Man. It's gonna be the hoop king. It's gonna be great.
2: <laughs> it's gonna be great.
0: That was our Woman Crush Wednesday. I mean, what better yes. way?
2: Fantasy football Yee. King.
0: Woo! That origin story always gets me. It's always so good. so good. So good. Good one. Uh, well, I mean, I think we need to take a quick break and when we come back. We'll just run through our updates. Because there are some, believe it or not, in sports. We still have some, so we'll be back <laughs> for that okay and we are back (laughs) um you know (laughs) we normally split like all these segments but i just did a huge like glob of segments just called it the sports in the age of coronavirus because right because all of it's a blob it is just a blob. blur, baby. It's a blur, blur, blur mess. mess, blur mess. Okay, so we just finished talking to Liz Lozo. We talked about a couple of these things that we're going to bring up, but one of the first things I want to talk about is that Trump. That name just—it okay. mm. hurts my mouth to say. Just say trash. We know. <laughs> so
2: dump. We're like dump.
0: So dump. dump had a press conference or had a conference <laughs> call with the sports commissioners. Did he Zoom
2: and end up being a potato the whole time?
0: (laughs) (laughs)
1: That
2: was him.
0: That was actually
1: his Zoom. He's like, I can't stop being a potato.
0: So So basically, uh, he had a call on Saturday with all the uh, commissioners at NBA's Adam Silver, Kathy Engelbert from WNBA, MLB, NFL, of course, Roger Goodell, who I'm sure they like. Besties besties um pga nhl you, fucking vince mcmahon was there from the world wrestling <laughs> <I'm> like, <okay. laughs> i didn't realize that that was like a sports league but i mean they make a lot of money so I a guess. lot of money that's why it's a sports. only well, thing on well but the, also it's like not real a, a, I, don't I, don't under, I don't get wwe at, at all it's
1: not so, so into
2: it's, it. it it's basically masculine soap opera so it's okay so yes. cool like it that's fine do weird, I, I it's don't weird to me
0: that. it's theatrics it's weird to me look, look at all the actors now they're all old wrestlers look if i have to accept bowling and fucking golf as sports then <laughs> I, I don't see why and those are real that's real shit though that actually you have to like it's not planned right like <laughs> i don't know i love the rock don't get me wrong yes Is that would you I like him it? as an
1: actor. You didn't watch him as a wrestler.
0: I knew what The Rock was cooking. <laughs> <laughs> I could smell it. <laughs> I could smell it. That sounded weird. Um, okay, so he sat down. So Dump sat, sat down or conference called all these people <laughs> and was like, hey, I am so thirsty to money." sports going again I am so I am <laughs> please you're killing me we the country does not is he, he said the this country was not designed to be closed I believe that was his closing statement so he is so thirsty for sports to start again that's all he wants He's based but he's especially begging for NFL to start as projected right and of course they're all BFF so they'll put anyone in danger to get that done if necessary. The funny thing is, is that our governor, our California governor, Gavin Newsom said, he is not anticipating that that's going to happen. No, (laughs) He's like, I don't think we're going to be doing that. Uh, I don't see this season being played here. So what do you guys think about that whole, like, personally, I think that if, Let's say the NFL were to start and California is not in that, you know, roster. I think other states are going to follow suit. And I also think you're – I would have – I have an idea. Like, California seems to be, like, pretty big as far as how many teams are on there. I don't know. What do you guys think of this whole situation? Um, I think Donald
1: Dump is a <laughs> fucking loser. And I – okay, so here's the thing. I understand that this, that all this sucks. We don't have our sports. We don't have our things that we're used to, but like quit being so fucking selfish. Yeah. Like for, it hasn't even been a month yet. And we're already like, Oh, well maybe we'll just go and play the NBA in the Bahamas. And like, stop, stop being selfish. Like, we can live without this for however long it's gonna take until we know that this virus is gone, everyone's healthy, we can go outside, we can have normal lives. Like, stop being fucking selfish for two seconds. I know it sucks. It all sucks. It sucks that we're not gonna get new shows and new movies. Like, they, all, that's fucking shut down. Like, everything is shut down. It sucks. I get it. But, like, let's just, like, think about each other for once. Right. And, like, not try to get everybody killed, and if it means that sports are shut down for six months or however long, then that's just what it's gonna have to be. Like, Agreed. let's just stop being assholes
2: for two seconds. Agreed, that's Agreed. my yeah. yeah, that's your <laughs> yeah. TED talk. That's, TED talk. That's, no, my, <laughs> that's my TED talk. Yeah, I, I agree. Right. And like, yeah, they can act like there's gonna be a spectator less game, but you know, there's still people who have to take care of the grounds and pass water and all this stuff. So, you're in addition to risking high-end superstars lives and their families, but hey, they can afford a test pre, they can afford a test prior, they can have the best healthcare, but what about the folks who still have to work it, even if there's not anyone watching? Yeah. Like you're risking all those motherfuckers and then exponentially risking everyone they touch? Right. Because like, okay, so you're
1: going to have a game and there's not going to be fans in the stands, but obviously you're wanting to show it on TV. Right. You're going to have to have all the the the... cameramen, all of the, the production crew, all of those people are going to have to be there or what the hell's the fucking point of doing it? Right. Yeah. So like, not only that, but like football teams have a ridiculous amount of players on each team. Yeah. tons. This is a basketball where you can roll in with, you know, the top guys like football, there's 53 guys on a roster. Yeah granted, you're not bringing every single guy with you to a game, but still, there's a lot of people that have to go with you to a freaking football game. Yeah. Like, that's a lot of lives, and then all of their families, and then everybody that they, interact. it's like, just stop being selfish assholes for fucking six months. Let's get this shit under control, and then let's have some bomb-ass fucking sports next season.
2: Yes, like, the more we do this half-ass lockdown, the longer it's going to fucking be, especially for right. people who are behaving. Right. Like, just shut it the fuck down. Yeah. I love I it. Agree.
0: That's Kindle. Shut it the fuck down. I agree I agree, agree with that, though, because, you know, in reality, if you think about the fact, if they start going, okay, we're going to shut it down already, full stop, Right. can That's you right. just think about... All the innovation or all of the other, the energy that they can spend on using for when we are in a place where we're hundred percent clear, yeah. can you just imagine right. like right. what we're going toward, what that energy yeah. that we're using right now to try to get sports to happen instead right. of just using it to make, you know, the next season better or you rock it, it, it out. Cause it. they'll miss the shit out of it.
1: I mean, look at how much creative shit has come out of the fact that we don't have sports. Right. You know, like, all we all were basically like, okay, well, we got to come up with something. So, like, everybody's taking it amongst themselves to, like, just do creative shit and, yeah. and do house parties. And I've seen people playing fucking flip cup on Zoom, like, yeah. like beer pong, there's beer pong tournaments, like. We've all become super creative in this downtime that we've had, yeah. and just like you said, Liz, like they could be taking this time rather than being like, "Oh, well, maybe we'll just go play on a naval air airstrip boat or whatever, oh. and like out in the middle of international waters and blah blah blah." Oh. Like, go and like, what's some cool shit that we can incorporate in the next season? Yeah. How can we? How can we take all of this stuff that we're learning from yes. this coronavirus yes. and like somehow incorporate it? Like apparently people love the live stuff okay maybe there's more live stuff that we could be doing during the season like use what's happening now and make next season better rather than this half ass shit yeah
2: and you could still pay your players you know people would are hungry to watch them do anything digital what if it's a workout how to get a body like xyz like
1: what are you eating
2: (laughs) yeah Sergeant Baca's fucking cooking show can you know yeah.
0: jump up in the ratings like come on it's
1: true like take I it, sw- it through your closets your sneakers yes you i like, would
0: i would say that i mean yeah like i know pj tucker said he wanted to open his, his own sneaker shop he could still do that he just does cool. it online in commerce yeah you know do it online learn to use a 3d model to show the shoe use yes. ai to put the shoe on your foot like sure. there are so many things that we could be using our energy towards leveraging what we have now and how we can push this forward. I think that um, you know, sports media has already, you know, with Twitter, like you were saying, how the athletic is now emerging and, you know, starting from the red channel, as you heard in the um interview we had with Liz Loza, to now, you know, what ESPN is. ESPN has long been uh long, you know, needing to do something different. They have really? been drying up on the vine. So now they can learn a lot from what's going on right now. Um, I'm hoping that they are. And seeing that people are craving diversity. I mm-hmm. honestly do not need 50 shows with two dudes talking to each other about sass and Like one is good. Right. Where are we and it's like, diversity? why do they have a show? It's like you have a face for radio. Get the fuck off my screen. <laughs> <laughs>
2: why is it that, you know, only yeah. the women in sports media have to be completely like, like Liz said, she to go through how many, how long of a makeup session was like, I'm doing this.
0: Yeah. And some yeah. schlub just comes on, doesn't even fucking brush his teeth. No. I think now is definitely the time to where we can get variety and everyone, there's something for everyone, right? You like can it. like explore. I'm like my, my IGTV or live TV pops off in an hour, you get like 10 alerts. Yeah, the see, whole row. I, I know. Everyone. When I wouldn't
1: even, I'd get like one, exactly. maybe like a couple times a week. <laughs>
0: There's so many, you know? And so there, the, there needs to be an evolution. I think technology needs to be uh, not just leveraged, but also there needs to be responsibility in how technology is using this time as well, because sure. there will be those that have and have not. We are fortunate because mm-hmm. we, you know, we are able to have this access to... Right. Our Wi-Fi and our laptops and cameras and all this shit. There, you know, so we're gonna start seeing that kind of. So how do we how do we bridge that? How do we make that smaller? You know, the the have and have nots to this type of access. How do we make it smaller? So I agree. I think they just need to call it. Stop yep, using yep. their energy to put people's lives in danger for sure. or money,
2: mm-hmm.
0: for profiteering stop thinking about the dollar bills. We're all going to be
2: in a recession. You don't need all that money.
0: You know (laughs) what? (laughs) Just stop. So those leagues, you know, those commissioners that take this time to be smart about it, which I think Adam Silver is smart. And I thought Kathy Engelbert was really smart. The WNBA commissioner, when she said she was going to have the virtual draft. Because she wasn't afraid. It wasn't like, oh, I have to think. Yeah. You know, and she comes know, from, horrible. she's come from a CEO being of a tech company too. Exactly. So she has
3: that
2: experience.
0: So yeah. I feel, you know, I'd be, I wouldn't be surprised at all if we see the WNBA leading in Oh, the, fuck yeah, duh. Leading in what they're going to do. Because yeah. you see yeah. a lot of the women, the, not just the WNBA, but women athletes. Because, you know, we talked about Sue Bird and mm-hmm. Megan Rapinoe last week they did their ig live again this saturday and i was living for it like yeah janae umake she's out there doing ig lives and talking and putting it on youtube yep. you know we're seeing a lot of women embracing this because they're um, multi-dimensional men yeah.
2: don't ha- they're not required to be anything and also <laughs> like not everybody has to
0: ig live okay i'm just gonna say that
2: yeah
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> it down.
0: Oh Let's a little bit. Look, look, I love Damien Lillard, but he IG lived him eating, ce- himself eating cereal. I am <laughs> on boom. My only thing is that I, I get an alert. So I didn't need an alert for that. And yeah. on top of it, if I'm liking something else and I accidentally hit <laughs> the it live, right I go it, yeah. right in there and I'm like yeah. the only one. And now yeah, I feel yeah. obligated to right. watch like at least five <laughs> seconds. You know what I'm like?
2: like Dame Dalla is his alter <laughs> ego. He raps. Why didn't he do that?
0: I know there's just like there's and there's some people that they don't like they need things written for them right more they need writers or they need like talent and that's fair too so employ people you know call them up and just be like hey I want to do this or that not everybody has to go IG live just putting it out there you can be chill you can chill so I think we're all in agreement you know I I I know I think Gavin Newsom he's gonna put his foot down and I think there's gonna be a lot of states that follow because until we have a vaccine for this, it no. We're like our trajectory we've surpassed every other country in cases and in and in deaths right now. So okay, I think
1: but but the other thing though too is like sports fans gotta stop being selfish too. Like this is it this isn't just, you know, Donald Dump and the, the commissioners uh, wanting to, like, make money, like, I've been on Twitter, and I've seen the shit, and they're like, well, oh, bring it back, blah, blah, blah. and it's like, you guys gotta fucking stay the goddamn inside. You have no life. That's like, why. Stay inside. Like, everybody's just being so selfish, like, oh, you know what, like, uh whatever just have the games and who gives a shit about the players and whatever and it's like just stop everybody just needs to like take a step back take a deep breath and relax like we will get our sports back it is not the end of the world they're not just like okay all sports leagues are done now that this virus is here like everything will come back just yeah Yeah. they're not paid
2: slaves dude right (laughs)
1: right like figure out some motherfucking
3: entertainment
1: go play playstation or like play with your kids go work out yourself daddy
2: (laughs) go go toss a football to yourself in a desolate field i don't know right like i don't give a shit go
1: swimming go for a goddamn eight hour walk i don't care yeah, just stop being a selfish asshole. Everything will get back to normal once we get this shit under control. Exactly. Yes.
0: Every every time that you don't stay at home is another hour that we don't get sports back. Yeah. Oh, someone needs right. to write that stat. Like that is know that's a stat you know that that has to be a stat for every time you go outside is another hour that was added to us having to stay in self collective quarantine quarantine for sure and like that that
1: doesn't mean like i'm gonna go over to my buddy's house but i'll be six feet away no (laughs) you can't do that you have to stay home you have to stay home if your buddy was stuck when your quarantine started and your buddy was at your house, you guys are quarantine buddies, and he lives there now.
2: You are a quarantine, you're not, you're not going back into <laughs> I like that. You are a quarantine, okay? <laughs> you are
1: now a quarantine. Are a quarantine okay, together. that's how that
0: works. Yeah.
1: We're not throwing parties.
2: Yeah, we're not no. going
1: swimming.
0: No, no
2: paddle
1: boarding in the no. fucking yeah. ocean.
2: Yeah. No. My friend, my friend texted us yesterday that her neighbors downstairs were having a get-together.
0: What? Like what? Karen, that's when you need to call have her call three one one. She better be a Karen.
2: Yeah,
1: she better be a
0: Karen.
2: <laughs> Get on that phone. Quarantine Karen. <laughs> <laughs> quarantine uh, Karen. Call oh, that one. Quarantine. Oh.
0: quarantine. Get <laughs> on that team, right? quarantine. Right? The quarantine, you're gonna get the quarantine called on you. Oh, shit! that's, that's gonna be the right. next theme for next episode. You had the eating, quarantine, quarantining. I'll be in army fatigue yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I 100% agree with you. So, at least the NFL is following the WNBA and creating a virtual draft, which Amy Trask. Your yes, woman crush. Um, she actually wrote a piece about this on March 27th on the Athletic. So you can go and and read it there if you have a subscription. I think you get like a few free if you don't have a subscription. I think they have a big discount too right now too. So you know, I subscribe. I love reading Same. Um, yep. all the pieces on there. Um, I but what I read really,
1: right now during the oh thing.
0: excellent. Then you know yeah, we'll put this better. link up um on Twitter and. She, she actually tweeted it out. That's how I found it. Um, but basically, she ended the piece with this. Whether one thinks there should be a draft at all is, of course, a much different issue and one about which I have conflicting thoughts. But when it comes strictly to logistics, we are asking medical personnel, first responders, and those who provide us services, keeping stores open, providing municipal services, et cetera. To do their jobs under unthinkable circumstances in this unthinkable time. So, it is in my view, abs- so it is in my view, absurd to assert that it is not logistically feasible to hold the draft. And I agree with that. There's, Smart. I just read, like, I was, someone commented that, you know, the draft used to be you call, get a phone call and said, <laughs> hey, I yeah, yeah, want my- you to join <laughs> the Bengals or whatever. Yeah. And they'd be like, Cool, and that was it. This.
1: This, this, all of this, whether like depending on how the WNBA's goes in the NFL's, like these leagues may find out like they don't have to drop all this money to have these giant events. Yeah. Although it kind of sucks because it's become like a thing for the players and and all that, and like fans to go to and stuff. But like, it may be a thing of the past. Like everything may just be virtual. Yeah. If these, if this all goes well, like. They're going to save a shit ton of money.
0: (laughs) There there is a lot of pageantry that happens with this. And I understand that, you know, you have these young players across all of these leagues that have now grown into, these are the things that I want. These are the things that, you know, that I feel I should have now because that has become the tradition. But, you know, just like, Thirteen-year-olds being married off with a cow to you know a forty-year-old man. That's how it was. That shit. Everything comes in. <laughs> you know, yeah. everything has a natural ending, and this is a time for us to hit a reset button and say, you know what? How much better would that money be used towards you know helping you with college, or making it safer to play in the NFL, or creating more options and opportunities, or helping you along? Uh, your career whatever your uh, there's just different things and i think that's one yeah. of the things when i was asking like how do we think that this pandemic is going to change sports and these are the things where it's like okay you don't need to lay people off or not give them uh you know the benefits that they need to make, make a living wage if you just cut some of this shit out that's the fact yeah, right
1: yeah and i mean it seems like players have been wanting to stay home and do this with their family and friends around them more and more each year so mm. like that's just that's how it should be those are the people who've been with you from the very beginning of your career like why wouldn't you want to spend all like the biggest and best moment of your career with all those people yeah like you don't need to go and there doesn't need to be some giant ass thing in a fucking fountain <laughs> in Las Vegas that you take <laughs> boats to to get up right. on stage. your purple like, suit Put that put that money towards lifetime health insurance for the players that are fucked up that are going head to head. Like
0: exactly, (laughs) yeah. No, instead of looking, I agree. Instead of looking at the bottom line for the losses that you had this season, look at the gains that you made, and look how you can reinvest that into further games in the coming seasons. That's all we're saying. Yeah. We're here to solve problems for you. So think about those things. (laughs) Um, So also uh, because of the coronavirus, the WNBA has decided to postpone the start of the season. Um, Their virtual draft is going to be on April 15th. I think I sent both of you a reminder Mm -hmm. so we can make sure we watch that because I think we pretty much know what's going to happen there, but it's... I really want to see the logistics. How are they going to see how they, yeah. You know, how is it? Because like to, you know, as we were saying, you know, the players don't need to be at, you know, this, this event with this goings on, they could be at home, but this is a situation where those players are in quarantine. We're all in quarantine. so They don't really get to celebrate it with the, with the team or with the town or with their friends and family. So it's going to be very interesting to how, what's the reactions? What are, how, how is this going to translate when, you know, everyone's like (laughs) self-quarantined and maybe they do zoom backgrounds or something. I don't know how they do it. I'm interested. (laughs) I'm interested interested in how they're going to do it. And I think it's definitely going to be um, how things are going to be moving forward for that. Also,
1: I got to grab my charger. Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Floating head. Also, um, the WNBA um, their virtual draft. So, I know last podcast we talked about. We thought it was going to be on ESPN, but actually, yep, they were going to have it on ESPN two, and a movie was on ESPN on the main channel.
1: Oh my god! What?
0: Yeah. So we when we because we had our podcast uh we record on Monday and mm-hmm. then uh, Thursday they came out and they announced it because they got backlash on social saying Good. like, what the hell, you know, why would you air a movie on the main channel? it's so an actual we- sport event. Oh, uh, it forever. This is, it's forever. It's it, forever. Always, right? always
1: it, going to be a fight.
0: Always, always. Well, you know, like, like our, you know our special guest said once they put the bar low it's pretty easy to do better than what they think you're gonna do so i'm hoping you get a
1: dunk on it is what she said yes
0: let i hope the the wma dunks on this hope the ratings go off the roof please 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 make sure you guys are watching this tweet about it live tweet do whatever you can do to bring as much as possible to this draft plus it's gonna be a fucking amazing draft this Class of twenty twenty is fucking incredible, you know. Oh, her alone. I mean, I'm surprised the lib, the New York Liberties, they should just be putting that jersey up on sale now. Yeah, there should be a (laughs) billboard already. Yeah, don't fuck around. Just already do it. You know, she's gonna be like an like people that just walk around Kobe jerseys that aren't even really like from L. A. or a Lakers fan, but they're uh. Kobe fan or a LeBron fan. That's what Sabrina's going to be like. So let's get them out there already. Let's do it. Let's do it. Make some money if you're hurting. Come on. Right. Um, Also, we had talked about this a little bit. The NBA is looking to reduce base salaries by 20%. That was earlier in the week. And just recently, I read that they want players to take a 50% pay cut, and the unions are trying to counter with a 25% pay cut. Well, because they knew
2: the unions would cut down. So I think that's why they went
0: high. I mean, do they, I'm, I'm hesitant to think that they really need to do a pay cut at all. I really hesitant because I know, okay, so the Utah Jads did layoff, um, layoffs on their non-basketball staff and the 76ers attempted to enforce an organization wide 20% pay cut, but they reversed it because um, they got backlash from the fans, which yeah, I'm like. They
1: reversed like, it because people were shitting on them on Twitter.
0: Yeah, they went off. They yeah off on them
1: as they should
0: so bullshit. it is bullshit so i really think like if you i don't know this just also goes to like how are they really mismanaging their money that badly oh yeah
2: that's why they were asking for that big ass chunk like from it.
0: million dollar salaries for sure like, I'm sorry that you can't. You know, you're gonna have to go to your vault and take out some gold bricks to like pay for yeah. your shot. Okay, swimming so <laughs> duck. Gold coins, you know. <laughs> so, but you know, it's okay. You're gonna be okay. I don't understand why there's like these billionaires that just want to sit on all this money. What the fuck are you gonna do with it? Don't they get it when they die? That's it.
2: You yeah. don't get who bar- You want to be buried with it like a pharaoh? I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: fuck serious <laughs> like people need money Fine. hospitals need come ventilators on. come on i thought this whole idea of trickle-down economics was so that the billionaires get real low taxes so that that's how we we'll get gaslighted yeah. y'all come uh. on
1: that shit doesn't work <laughs>
0: gonna be a goddamn uprising. What's gonna happen? Ooh, uh, goddamn
1: right! Once all, once all of us can go outside and the sun can. Oh fuck yeah! Swing.
0: Are you kidding me? I'm gonna have my fucking that pitchfork. I'm, get my coin. I'm, gonna, uh, I'm getting my corn. I'm gonna
1: whatever. I'm getting my party city cat cat hat, torch. It is. I'm I'm marching.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna motherfucking march. That's gonna happen. Corn. <laughs> uh. Okay. So uh, another news. So NBA is trying to get that coin still. They just launched that 2K uh, competition. Did you guys happen to watch any of that NBA no. 2K? Okay, so I caught a little bit in my research because I'm like, you know what? I, ha- I should probably watch this because you know, we might talk about it. It was terrible. Or, or, you know what? Let me take that back. It's not for me. <laughs> no. You're not the audience. You're obviously. playing a game and you're expected to like have a
1: full-blown conversation while no. trying to constantly, no, no, so no. no, stop it. with
0: headsets on.
2: You're asking yeah. men to multitask. <laughs> <That's>
1: <laughs> that right?
0: too. That too. Um, I know Pat Bev took a shot at LeBron during the game. I don't know. They try, they try to like, they, I seriously, they always, they try to make some headlines out of that. God bless. You know what? do your thing. Not for me. Maybe people like watching. I don't like watching them play a game and then the game is like, you know what? Pass. Um, so, and now they're talking about having like a celebrity horse game, which if you're not familiar with that, that's where you play horse. (laughs) Throw (laughs) the ball and you, and whoever- I
1: make a shot, you have to make the same shot
2: or you get an eight. (laughs)
0: And then whoever spells out horse loses. So they're talking about like Steph Curry and-
2: Wasn't, you know, this sounds like a March Madness campaign from our old, you
0: know, from the old job list. Uh, that's, that's right. I think we did do something like, that sounds stupid enough to be from an old campaign that someone tried to pitch us. <laughs>
1: this is so stupid.
0: Kendall, you had some feelings about
1: this I. You came this on. This is just so dumb. I don't care to watch anybody. I don't give a shit if it's Michael Jordan versus LeBron play horse in the goddamn Staples Center. And I sure as shit don't give a shit about watching them through fucking FaceTime or IG Live (laughs) playing horse. I don't care. This is the dumbest. Why can you not just let it be? Let the players do their IG Live shit. Stop. Just stop. Yeah. Nobody wants to watch anybody play horse. It is the lamest basketball related it's game. It's non professionals do play.
2: I mean, I might watch. <laughs> <laughs> I would rather You're watch the them practicing one. or taking trick shots on their own, you know, like a professional. Like, I don't know
0: what. I don't think I want anything from them unless they're playing regular season basketball. Right. Like, I. <laughs> This, like, is go. <laughs> this is how
1: it's literally going to go. Liz says stick to sports. This is how it's going to look. I'm going to sit here. I'm going to take a shot. And then it's going to be like, all right, Karen, you go to your, <laughs> your indoor My basketball court and you take the same shot. And let's see if you make it. It's That's so how it's going to awesome. fucking go.
0: It's fucking exhausting.
2: Unless they put the the alcohol or whatever component and got to spin around a couple times and then take the, you know, it's it's going to be interesting. Dizzy bat.
1: (laughs) Dizzy dunks.
0: Dizzy dunks.
1: Dizzy (laughs) dunks,
0: holy shit. (laughs) Actually, that could be cool. You know, I wouldn't mind seeing some drinking games. Kindle Some beer pong. Pitch that shit.
1: Dizzy dunks. Yeah, I love
0: Dizzy dunks. (laughs) Anything where I can see them like maybe do shots but actual like tequila shots. Yeah. You know what I mean? That. that would be fun. Or, you know, just something like that. And then like they have to talk or I don't know, but like something where just try do something other than basketball because anything you're gonna do with basketball is just not gonna be what we thirst for? No, like, I just right. want games. I'm watching fucking NBA hardwood classics, people. Yeah, hardwood right. classics. I'm watching those, like analog turned digital sh- games. <laughs> These are, the, the fucking players, are wearing like Converse flat tops. Okay, tight <laughs> <arches. White> shorts. <laughs> Their
1: arches are so fucked.
0: <laughs> so fucked. Okay, there's no
2: support. I couldn't do I'm Converse. Work in retail. I don't see how they could do it. Stomping them. Oh. hardwood.
1: good. No. They're chafing in those short little shorts.
0: Oh, definitely. Chafing. Please, let let's let's relax. At horse. least I, it's, relax. We don't want horse. Relax.
1: Horse. Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, I'm I am yeah. in my feelings about this. <laughs> <laughs> I got something to say. <laughs>
0: You're really upset about this.
1: <laughs> I think it is just so fucking stupid. We gotta write a let so stick it up on we the are, site. We're literally living in a time right now where all every athlete is showing us a completely different side of them that we've never seen. Mm-hmm. And rather than capitalizing on that, the yeah. shit that people wanna see that right. they don't normally see, they're like, How about we play a game of horse? <laughs> And we'll just have them FaceTime, you make a shot, and then whoever, Karen, you make a shot.
0: Is, are you fucking kidding me? Seriously, that, you know, there was probably 50 people in a Zoom meeting, Oh, and that's what they came up with. And yeah, someone's and it's probably get out all old filters. white men. Yep. And they're like, you know what would be fun? It's watch and play horse. No.
1: Yeah, and they're like, you know what we should do? Let's change out the baskets, and we'll just put wood backboards in and, and actual baskets like I played back in my day.
2: Who's making these ideas? A potato? <laughs> I hope you get stuck like that.
0: Uh, hey, for those of you who can't see our screen, you can do this the podcast. You gotta go to the YouTube channel. Go to the YouTube channel. She's made herself a potato, and it's pretty glorious. In the middle of
2: Bayside Highs
0: Hallway.
1: <laughs> Ideas of potato. <laughs> hey, at least my
2: teeth look white. <laughs> oh, my god. oh my god! Okay, so
1: moving on <laughs> from this.
2: Are get a potato.
1: It's awesome, <laughs> <laughs>
0: God. let's see um, okay Wimbledon also got cancelled for the first time since World War II <laughs> <laughs> oh you <my laughs> okay, guys you have to go to the YouTube because she is a potato I don't think she could get oh came out of it okay you're able to come out of it
1: I'm That's crying disgusting. right now who came up with uh, these
2: ideas potato <laughs> hey you got there's a cucumber and then there's an eggplant peach combo but oh, let, we gotta finish the pod. Then
0: I'll I'll pop those up real quick. <laughs> All right, we're almost done. We have it. <laughs> so did got canceled. That was another. <laughs> that was another issue with, um, oh with the coronavirus. Okay, so the, let's end this on a high note. This twenty twenty <laughs> NBA Hall of Fame, the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame. They're saying this is the most star studded it's ever been. Kobe Bryant, Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett, Tamika Catchings, Coach Kim Muckley, Barbara Stevens, Eddie Sutton, and Rudy Tamahanovich have been selected. Kobe Bryant, just real quick. I mean, when you read like people's resumes about, you know, what they've done, I I mean, this is just like a tip of the iceberg for Kobe Bryant, but. Five NBA championships, 33,643 points. He's the fourth best. He was surpassed by LeBron James in January of this year.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, Just
1: the night before he passed away. Oh, yeah, shit, it's crazy. Like, That's oh, Saturday. Crazy.
0: Um, he was uh, MVP for uh, 2007 and, uh, through eight season. Two-time finals MVP, 18 times all-star. Two-time NBA scoring leader and two-time Olympic gold medal. And they spoke to Vanessa Bryant um, once it was announced that he was going to be in the Hall of Fame. And she, Mm -hmm. you know, she did say a few words. You could tell she was holding back emotion as she should, as she would. I think it's going to be happening for a long time. But she did say, obviously, we wish that he was here with us to celebrate, but it's definitely the peak of his NBA career. So you know what? My heart, of course, still breaking for Vanessa and her family. And, you know, I think it's going to be quite a special to, you know, see Kobe inducted into the Hall of Fame. Um, Tim Duncan, another um, uh, Hall of Famer here, he has a five time NBA champion, uh, 26,496 points. He's 17th best there, two time MVP. Um, three-time finals MVP, 15-time all-star, and he is the seventh uh, best leader in rebounds. Holy at, shit. Yeah, 15,091. Wow. A lot of rebounds there. Um, not, that sounds like more guys need to be rebounding right now. Yeah, like I'm like, Kobe <laughs> not so much. I don't th- I don't know, you know, who's doing all the rebounds there. Um, Kevin Garnett has a championship. Um, and he was an MVP. <laughs>
2: i know know. you're like not
0: happy about that championship player of the year i know (sighs) which they ended up beating them in the next time they met in the finals (laughs) and i i actually watched that final series uh recently and he's won an Olympic gold medal. He's a 15 times all-star, 14,662 rebounds. He's 10th in the league there. Um, we have Tamika Catchings of the Indiana Fever. She's yeah. won an WNBA championship. She's been a 10-time all-star, uh, five-time defensive player of the year, MVP, and four-time Olympic gold medalist and a finals MVP. And then, of course, you know, the other um, inductees have also illustrious careers. But these – Inductees, they are just what a year. I don't, I mean, I would assume once I'm hoping that LeBron will make it as well. His will be probably the next big star studded because there'll be a lot of players. Do they got to
2: wait till they retire? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I think they
1: do. Well, players, you do. Like,
0: players, yeah. I know the Baylor coach is
1: still coaching. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But players, yeah, I, I believe you have to
2: you have to be retired yeah. for most leagues you have to be out of the league for a certain amount of time yeah I've, I've it seen is that yeah basketball. but I think they need to make an exception just like with Kobe like we don't know what tomorrow brings so the minute LeBron retires that his his name needs to be
0: is done so he can actually be there Up there yeah. yeah I'm that that whole thing with Kobe man oof
2: if yeah. you get a chance,
0: you can. Um, it was a brief statement, but it was nice to hear Vanessa. You know, her one of her daughters was with her too, so that's out there in the world.
1: Yeah, um, but I got a I got Tamika Catchings autograph when I was younger. Really? Nice. Yeah, when she was at uh, Tennessee. Nice. score <laughs> that, she they were playing Texas, the Texas women's team back when uh, the women's team was good at Texas because they were coached by Jody Conrad. And, nice. you know, back in those days, nobody went to the game. So, yeah, yeah. I was at the game because I played basketball and I liked to make catchings in Tennessee. And she was walking out of the tunnel, got her autograph. I don't know where the hell it is, but <laughs> I know I got
0: it. <laughs> but your mom probably has it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Maybe. I have a Scottie
0: Pippen autograph somewhere too. I have no clue where I put it. Really? I have a Kareem Abdul Jabbar and it's framed in, on in the, my- the Verizon. And I
1: that, was going to say, if yeah, you lost that
0: shit, get out. No. That is framed. <laughs> that is in a very, uh, you know, a very precious place. Are you kidding me? When I met him, I um, stood next to him to take a picture. And like, <laughs> you can't crop he's, it. He's, he's, gonna, he's so he's tall. Huge. Like, uh, putting all of him in got me like from my uh, chest up. I mean, <laughs> yeah. does it yeah. take like three of you to get to you his can't. height? Oh. He's so tall so tall.
1: I was, I was working at, when I worked at the Rose Bowl, I worked in, like, the suites, and then we would see all kinds of athletes, and I remember seeing him walking down one of the tunnels, and he was walking, like, really close to the wall with, like, his head kind of like this, like, he wanted nobody to see him, and in my head, I'm like, dude, you're, like, eight feet tall, everybody (laughs) fucking sees you. You sure he wasn't just making sure he doesn't hit the ceiling? (laughs) He was tall, like, he was really super tall, but he was, like, so, he, like, he was, like, doing this whole, like, I hope nobody notices me. And I'm like, you're <laughs> eight feet tall. We're no. all normal ass
0: people. Yeah. Like, what? No. You're going to be noticed. <laughs> you're going to be noticed. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's all I have, ladies. Unless yeah. you guys have anything else you want to talk about. Nope.
1: Stay inside.
0: Oh, my God. She's now a pickle. Please go to our YouTube channel.
1: <laughs> where is you see really.
0: <laughs> Karen as a potato and a pickle at Bayside High. Um, You will be able to see Kendall in her Guy Fieri fantastic background. I am in some sort of like lovely beach background, you know, where I wish I could be. Um, And you can see all of this greatness on our YouTube channel, Hoops Talk Podcast. Um, Thank you for listening. Please make sure that you subscribe and review Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, follow us and DM on our social handles on Twitter and Instagram at The Hoops Talking. We're also on the TikTok with our Hoops Talk intern. That's at The Hoops Talk Podcast. Uh, thank you, Liz Loza, for joining us. Oh, it was you. immensely Woo! entertaining you are our Women Crush Wednesday. You are our Everything Crush. Always. So, yeah, thank you so much for coming. Make sure you go and follow her at Liz Loza underscore FF on both Twitter and Instagram. She has a great cocktail series there as well. And then peep her stuff on uh, Yahoo Sports because she's doing a lot of writing right now, especially for rookies and for agency and what have you. So as always, drink your wine, wash your hands, and Karen, how do you want to keep it? sweaty
2: and
0: petty we out.